you gotta start by changing yourself then changing your home then that will change the community then that will change the city that will change yeah. the country that will change the world it's your your body your mind your relationships and your financials right and so the acronym that you can use to remember is just can i cuss on this show is that all right absolutely Okay, yeah, be real motherfucker. So thank you for yeah. that reminder. You, you know when I realized we were we were soft when we met, <laughs> when, when we met all these guys in Montana. <laughs> yeah, when we met you guys, all of you guys is like, yeah, my hobby is I don't know, I go and wrestle bears and you know Hey, I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. Where we talk about entrepreneurship, mindset, and of course, how to turn your content into profit. That's right. Guys, go ahead and head over to contentsprofit.com to get started today and join the community because you will be joining in season four of 45 Live, baby. Let's go. By the way, that you can right. join if we're like day 10. That's fine. That will be your day one. It's so awesome. It's a rolling thing. And by the way, we have a surprise for you January 24th oh. that is right if you're looking to be consistent publish consistently share your message and help more of the people you want to serve you want to go to contentisprofit.com join the 45 Ooh. live challenge baby we are going all out we're not waiting for these new year resolutions we are just ending the year with momentum and coming into 2022 like a freaking wrecking ball where's Let's my where's my Cyrus right here wait we needed it <laughs> we go crowd is going crazy fancy tell me what are we talking about today that is right today we're talking about turning your goals into actionable steps and actually we're going to be talking about way much more i think this doesn't really encompass all what we're going to be talking about because we have an epic guest i know you know what i did all right (laughs) i saw that i saw that oh i love this but fancy what is it? Do we have a sponsor? Thank you for asking, good sir. You're Indeed, welcome. we do. We do have a sponsor, and today's sponsor is your own, The Biz Bros. Yes, we sponsor our own podcast with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, if you need a fractional content team, right? If you oh, produce a long-form piece right. of content, you need to multi-purpose it, or you just need help with your content strategy, baby. We're here for you. Ooh. We're gonna help you out, take it to the next level. Can I, so, can I show them how it sounds? Yes. How does it sound? Oh, yeah, that that's right. right. So if you need help, make sure you slide in the DMs at Beast Bros Co. on Facebook, on Instagram. That's right. Go ahead and follow the show because every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturdays, these episodes are dropping on your favorite platform with incredible value or what we call Golden Boulder. So you can gra- grab that content momentum, traction, and progress. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Into your life and business. Let's go. I don't know. Uh, you know, I feel hey. like I feel like we need some like vocalization exercises. Yeah. I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah. You know, before we start uh, I know. The, the show. Episode 226, and here we go. All right. <laughs> but it's all good, guys. If today's guest helped you move one step forward to your goal, towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three of your friends. Remember, that is your ticket of admission to this epic episode. And and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Hope you're ready for today as we have another one of our new epic friends that we met at George Bryant's event. We bonded over dad jokes, a freezing plunge in Lake in Montana, but most importantly, his mission to help fathers. Pretty epic indeed. (laughs) Today's guest serving the military. Thank you so much for your service. And now is building the epic dad company to positively impact fathers and create a better world. 
But I'm not a dad. You might be saying, hey, it doesn't matter. Trust me, this guy is about to impact you like none other. And let me tell you, he's a total badass with a great mission. He'll also help you break down your vision and goals and turn them into actual tangible action steps so you can gain real momentum. Oh, yeah, baby. Please welcome host of the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, founder of Epic Dad Company, the most Epic, that of all, Drew Cam. What's up, Drew? What's up, That might be the uh, they're right off the bat with the buzzer. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might be uh, the most epic uh, intro I've ever gotten. So I'm gonna have to record this and probably play it to myself like every morning in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, yeah, I love it. I think we're going to have to start a service like that. Just like just mo- the intros. morning hype ups. Morning hype ups. Yeah, yeah for you. <laughs> uh, but Drew, man, like we, we connected in this event and uh, it, was, it was wonderful. We ended up in this rodeo together and, uh, and just sharing a bunch of stories. Dude, I totally forgot burgers. about the rodeo. Should have put that in the intro. Uh, I know, bro. What oh, happened wow. to you, man? Come on. I slacked. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's been a pleasure. You know, we, we learned so much about, you know, the company that you're building why you're doing it and you know as a dad i can i can relate and i'm like man we need more people like you and we need more people like you sharing the message or we just need more of you (laughs) so for those who are not familiar with drew uh can you share a little bit of of your story right like what you know where are you coming from why do you decide to start this company and uh, where are you guys going yeah for sure so first off just thanks for having me on the on the show and uh um, you know, awesome to meet you guys out in George's event. Just shout out to, to George. That event was absolutely incredible. Um, yeah. Just, you know, obviously he's like the master at, at like, you know, online marketing and email and customer journey and stuff like that. And so learned a ton from him from there. But really the, the stuff that I didn't expect um, from George's event was all around like the personal stuff. Right. And uh, I think I, I probably cried like every day at his event uh, <laughs> on multiple occasions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which something that I did not expect. Right. But it was like exactly what I needed. Um, you know, just to help out it in life. And so, yeah, huge shout out to George and, and shout out to, to meet you guys there. But um, yeah, so a little bit about me um, and kind of how this company came about was, um, so I, I was in the military for a few years, uh, active duty, um, got out and then kind of just went to work in, in the corporate life, right? Um, went back to school, got my MBA, which is kind of working the career path. Um, and, uh, you know, everything kind of changed for me, like when I had a, a kid, um, I'm sure, you know, same for you, um, oh, yeah. you know, your life, yeah, your life definitely changes at that point, right? Like you're not just responsible for yourself. Now you're responsible for like creating a future for, you know, a, a child. Um, this is a huge responsibility. Yeah. So, so um, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to, sorry, I want to challenge what, that. What, a do, little bit. what do you want to? I want to, I want to, I want to, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, my life didn't really change much because I was already taking care of Funsy. So, you know, <laughs> that's that. true, that's true, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Jokes aside, yes, that is 100% true. Like, we can share those stories later. But yes, you are 100% correct. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like, like my wife is pregnant right now, right? We're expecting a baby number three. Uh, so I've got two girls. I've got a five-year-old, a three-year-old girl. And then we've got a boy on the way, which I'm not sure I believe it yet until, like, he comes out <laughs> that it's a boy. Because um, all of my family has is girls. But, um, you know, like, like, she's 23 weeks pregnant right now. And, like, it still hasn't, you know, sank in for me. Right. It's yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's going to be another kid here, but like, until he's here, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, just in your mind somewhere and, and it's not a reality, but once that you're in the delivery room, um, and you know, that, that kid pops out, it's, it's completely changes. You're like, holy shit. Like yeah. this is a human being I'm responsible for. And so 
that that was a big moment in my life. Um, and then I think where, where the company started, like I love being a dad. It's one of like the best things ever. Um, and uh, I think where the company was born from was really just looking at like our country today um, and just kind of the culture, right? Like I, I think we could probably agree there's been a declining culture over the past, you know, 30 to 40 years, right? And, and the traditional family um, has kind of gone by the wayside. If, if you look at just some of the stats, um, I say forty-three percent of uh, U.S. homes uh, of children are in are in homes with without a father, um, and that is just yeah. a staggering stat, right? Yeah. And if you think about the the role of the dad, the role of the father in the family and in the community is huge, and it's had a huge impact on 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 a, on a child, obviously. Yeah. But like as that child grows up without a dad, you know they're going to become a member of society, right? If they don't have that positive role model um, that's teaching them, that's coaching them, that's helping form them. Um, you know, I think that's, that's why we're, we are where we're at today as a culture. So yeah. I think that, that's kind of how the, how the company started was like, Hey, like, what am I really passionate about? Uh, you know, being a father, um, and also, you know, just our country and kind of our culture, making sure we're on the right path. Um, and how do I combine those two just to, to see if I can have an impact on dads, um, to, to be a better father, be a better provider. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the mission is, is very broad and that like, as we impact fathers, it's going to ultimately impact our country and the world. Absolutely. Because, yeah. We're bringing up the next generation in the right way, you know? Yeah. Well, um, I love that. I love it. Like, you know, we, we grew up in Venezuela, right? Like we grew up uh, in a, in a very uh, close home. Like we're one of those lucky ones that, you know, our dad or mom, they're, they're, they were together. They're still together. They love each other. Right. Like, and, and we, we took that for granted, you know, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we come here to the States and, and that was a, a, a big shock personally for me to learn that a lot of the families are separated, right? Like it was, it was, it is not a common thing to, in, in the environment that we grew up, right? A lot of our friends, you know, maybe the very minority had, you know, separated parents, but we never really understood like that was a, a, a problem, right? And now that I'm a dad, right? Uh, man, like it, it's, it's really scary out there. And we're like, okay, as a family, right, we got to stay together. And there's, there's not much guidance out there, I guess. And, and, you know, some we've related it in the show before, like with building a, a team, with building a, 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 a company on its own, same thing, right? Like, what are those values? What are those things? And I'm currently listening to this, to this historic show about the, a family that was the wealthiest family in Europe in the 1800s, right? And it was a dad with his five kids and mm -hmm. the whole story that went into it and they, they became bankers. And, and it's fascinating, but it started with family. And one of the things that they mentioned was like their principles and values. And the, the dad, when he died, is like, you guys can do whatever you want except violate these principles and values that we that we brought into the family, right? So obviously yeah. it's so important. And I, and I and I love the fact that it, it is a very strong why that we talked about so many times in the shows. Like, why are we creating something? Why are we publishing? Why are we creating a company? And uh, to you, I see, I see that fire, right? And uh, mm -hmm. in that, and uh, you know, sky's the limit. So yeah. we'll talk a little bit more what, about that. But thank what, you. What is the name of that book of the family? I'm interested now. That sounds <laughs> that sounds so interesting. I'm like, I want to listen to it. Yeah, the name uh, of the family. I'll I'll give it to you. you in, in a second. Right, cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll put it in the notes. Right. I think that's a a, a fun uh, fun thing to bookmark in there. The no. the Rothschilds. Rothschilds. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Rothschilds. Yeah, it was a Jewish family. The 1800s, they financed like the, literally whole Europe around the, that time. Interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look him up. Uh, but to not go on a tangent, you know, I've, I I heard this somewhat recently, right? I actually I grew up knowing 
this phrase, I, I heard it from a teacher. It was like, before you go and serve others and help others, you gotta help yourself first, right? Like if you haven't helped yourself, it's very difficult to actually help others. And recently, I, I don't remember who I heard it from. I want to give credit, but I heard something about like, you know, there's all these people with incredible missions, like all these like grand grandiose, I don't know if that's a <laughs> word, mission. And they, but they don't work on themselves, right? Like they're just going out there and then they're like being miserable and all these things. And then he said, you got to start by changing yourself, then changing your home, then that will change the community, then that will change the city, that will change yeah. the country, that will change the world, right? So just like you're saying, like it starts, first starts with you, but then your immediate home, right? There are the people that you got close, your kids, uh, your, you know, your partner, your wife, a husband, whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm curious, right? Because like my brother said, we took it for granted. But in here, it does seem like a lot of people that I meet is like, oh, yeah, like I grew up, you know, single parents and all that stuff. What is that like in more specific terms, like some of these consequences that you've seen of people growing uh, without a dad specifically in this scenario? Yeah. yeah, and I think, I mean, just to address like, you know, where we're at in this country, right? I mean, I think the divorce rate is around 50% or Ooh. so, maybe even be above 50%, right? And mm. And that in itself kind of speaks to our culture, just around like commitments that we make and things like that. But but even outside of that, right, is, you know, in a separated home, like I'm, I'm lucky enough to have like an amazing wife, amazing partner. Um, we've been together 11 years now. Wow. Um, and, uh, you know, we've got a great relationship, but like we have we have problems just like anybody else does. Right. Yeah. Uh, but we've made the commitment to each other that like we're going to work through those like we're in it for life. Right. Um, but in, in some cases, like, you know, Hey, some things might happen, right? With like adultery or, you know, some stuff that you just can't get past and like, you've got to separate. Like, I understand there's, there's those circumstances, yeah. um, you know, but you as a father, like you still need to play a role in your child's life, yes. right? Like whatever that is, uh, if it's, you know, going to be, Hey, picking up the kids on the weekend or whatever, um, like you need to have a role in their life in an active role, even if it's not a two parent family, um, just because we, we've seen the impacts of that on our culture of the dad not being there. Right. So it looks like, Hey, we're going to have, uh, you know, increased poverty rate, right? With single parent homes. Yeah. We're going to have increased suicide rates. We're going to have increased crime rates. So if you just look at all the statistics, um, I wish I had them up here in front of me. I'd, I'd share them with you. But it is staggering um, the amount of, uh, of things that come with a fatherless home. So like I said, increased, increased, you know, child and teen, teen suicide, um, way increased dropout rate, way increased crime rate. So if you're just a data person and you look at that and you say, wow, like, you know, what's the common denominator here? Um, you know, the dad's not present, right? The dad's not the role model. So I think that that's the impact that we see in the culture. And then it, it becomes normalized too, right? Of like, hey, I didn't grow out or I grew up without my father. So I'm okay, you know, ha having a single parent uh, home and kind of continuing that path. And yeah. so, yeah, it's on us as dads to like to, to start to step up and, and say like, hey, even if the relationship is not great, like I need to be the, the man in the relationship and you need to be the provider for my kid. Like no matter what the relationship looks like with my my spouse or um absolutely you know. yeah i mean you, you mentioned something there about you know like you guys have problems like it's, it's natural every relationship has right and i think that's that's very important because i i feel like we are living in a moment where there's a lot of preaching on you know searching for happy like you gotta yeah. be happy you always gotta be happy And I actually, you know, I was listening to one of George podcasts on my way here and they were talking. The, the topic was different, but I think it applies to this. The guy was like, it's just 
BS, like being happy 100% of the time, like that doesn't exist. What we need to teach people is like to learn how to deal with discomfort, with like those internal feelings that come. How do you deal with those? How do you process those? Like you don't, you cannot be reactive, right? And now there's like a back end to to this question that I want to ask, which is, you know, dating right now seems very different than it was 30 40 years ago right you got all this technology tinder like all these things right that makes pretty much unlimited it gives people unlimited options right i feel like and i think and honestly i'm, I'm gonna speak here from from my personal experience I, i'm in a relationship i've been in a relationship for about four years kind of like on and off a little bit we've been you know working on on these differences but the times where i was single and i was looking you know uh, okay i I'm, i want to meet somebody the fact that there were so many options out there that i was like uh is this the right person or is there somebody better right like i feel like you're always like thinking on like oh is somebody better and then when you find someone you're like evaluating that risk i'm like yeah ah, do i stay with this person or or oh there's so many more options out there should i go and like look for another option and i think that that mindset right there when then people transition into you know getting married and all the stuff affects the foundation of those marriages yeah. and staying together so You know, before diving into the epic that journey and and the mission and all this, how do you see kind of like that current state of choosing your partner, right? The 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 handling of those emotions that come with settling with somebody to build a life with. How yeah. does that affect you know the dad staying in the family or you know vice versa? Yeah. No, I mean great question. Like you know. Um, I, you know, I wasn't around in like the Tinder swipe left, swipe right, you know, dating <laughs> scene. So like, I don't know what that's like. I can't speak on it, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that certainly plays an impact, you know, but um, I think it comes down to like during this day and age, because you have so many options and um, you know, like dating is uh, availability is like, so, so prevalent. Um, I think a lot of men these days have difficulty making commitments and making decisions. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I knew, from when I met my wife and, you know, asked her, Hey, do you want to marry me? And thankfully she said, yes. Um, it was, was from that point in time, like my mind was made up. Like that was it, yep. like done. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and like, Hey, whatever happens down the line, like we're, we're together. Right. Like I'm making this commitment to you, like for life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think men like these days, they just have an issue with commitment, right. Of like, yep. Hey, what if there is something better out there? Hey, what if this happens on the line and I'm not happy? Um, you know, like the, like you mentioned earlier, like the end result with, with marriage in my view is not like just to be happy. Right. Um, like if you're looking for that, like just go have one night stands all the time. Like, you know, you'll be happy for a night, but then you're gonna be miserable. Um, you know, like the, 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 the goal is to like build a life with somebody to grow with somebody to develop with somebody, uh, over time, I think is the goal. And like with that commitment is going to come a lot of struggle too. Right. And a lot of like personal growth, both for, for you and your spouse, um, So yeah, I think it just comes down to a commitment thing and being like, hey, this is this is who I'm going with and and for better or for worse, like we're stuck together, we're gonna make this work. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I I related to to shiny object syndrome, right? In the business side of things. <laughs> like it's like, okay, because we, we lived there, we were in that space, you know, build building the company and we're like, Well, what if we try this? Or what if we try yeah. that? And what if we try this? And at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's about the decision that 
that we make as human beings, but that comes not from the external options, right? Because they're always going to be there. There's always going to be distractions, yeah. right? It comes down from within us, right? And we grew up playing soccer. There was a time where we made the decision that soccer wasn't going to be the sport that we needed to focus on to to find opportunities, right? To go play pro, to go and get a scholarship in any one uh, US school, right? Like, and that was a decision that's being made. And just like in relationships, right? When, you know, I got married to Katie, same thing, like that's the decision, right? And then yeah. we have to work through our differences. We have to work through our, through our issues, no matter what the situation is. But also, right, in the business side of things, it's like, okay, or the even the content side of things, if we want to go directly yep. to, the, to the thing, what do I publish? What do I say? Like, is it the right thing? What platform do I, do I use, right? So at, at the end of the day, the problem is it's, it has to be, the, the root of the problem, we have to dig deep inside of us and be like, okay, what is this? Is it is it that I don't believe in my marriage? Is it that I don't believe in my business? Is it, I mean, how many times in this past seven years, We've sat down and we're like, man, it is challenging. Do we really believe in what we're doing, right? Like recently, we yeah. like it, it happens very often, right? And with the people that we bring into the show, mm -hmm. you know, you're you're nodding, and, and I'm assuming that you've had that conversation with yourself, with your wife, and we're like, man, I really believe in what I'm building. So no matter what happens, this is my decision. This is what I'm gonna yeah. go through. And we've go back and we've studied a lot of people that have successful businesses. And what is it? Is is the decision that that is the thing that they're gonna do, and they're gonna figure out until the end. So it works with relationships. It it works. With your business it works with your content so what is that root like what do you think like what do you think that that root there is it what do you think it is because uh yeah i mean i think on on the business side i think it's it's easy it's like what what is your what is your vision what is your mission mm. right uh, of like what am i actually trying to accomplish who am i trying to impact right and like how am i trying to impact them and then every decision that you make from from there for your business like can just align from there right and so yeah. even though it may not work out Like, like, you know, hey, if I want to go and do a podcast, which I'm doing right now, like, hey, it may <laughs> flop totally, right? But I'm like, hey, I'm doing it, you know, to support the overall mission. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if it fails, like, whatever, I'll just take that as a, lear a learning lesson, right? And continue down that mission. So, like, I think for, for business, for sure, like, I think that's it. I think on the relationship side, uh, probably it's like a search for purpose, a search for meaning, and we're trying to fill that void, yeah. right? Of, um, you know, one is, like, where we have difficulty making decisions and sticking with them. But we also have difficulty in like finding our 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 purpose, right? And like filling that that void. And so what we do is like because we think that you know the the marriage relationship is just supposed to be like happiness all the time. Like as soon as we hit a snag, we're like, I don't think this is what it's supposed to be. Like yeah. you know maybe let me go try something different. But like if your mission, right, from the time that you make that commitment with that person, if your mission is, hey, like I'm gonna love and support you no matter what, and we're gonna work through this together. Like when you hit that snag. Like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, all right, we'll just use it as a learning lesson, right? Like same thing we do in business, like to move forward, like down the journey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love what you mentioned right now. It's like, just like in business, like that phrase, because I've been thinking on, again, I'm not married, but how similar is a business to a marriage, right? I mean, you're talking about mission. You're talking about vision, right? You're talking about influence in your business. You're influencing the, right, the, the people you want to serve in your marriage. You're influencing the people that you want to serve, right? Which are your kids, which is your wife, right? As well, and obviously a mutual agreement in that you guys have a mission probably and a vision. Where do we want to take this family, right? What are our core values? Businesses, they got core values. I see so many similarities in here. And I'm curious, what do you see 
uh yeah like does it make sense to you as well is it similar do you treat it you know differently in a yeah, way I mean, I've honestly never thought about it like that before but like as we're having this conversation like yeah there are a lot of parallels a lot of similarities for sure um I think uh there's probably a difference in relationships and business from the point of like hey if the P&L is uh <laughs> is going now <laughs> right like we drop eight Um, you know, but with the relationship and, uh, with the marriage, it's like, Hey, we need to do everything we can to, to make this work and, yeah. and you know, to fulfilling our commitment. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely some like core foundational differences for sure. But yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of similarities for sure. I haven't really thought about it that way. I, lo I love it. Drew, so, some food for thought in there. Let, let us know if you're listening to this, let us know in the comments and send us a message. What are your thoughts on marriage and business? What overlaps? And I'm curious if you have a different opinion too, feel free to share it. Yeah. Um, you have some military background. We do not have any military background. Uh, so I massively, massively respect what you do. And, uh, and, and I'm very interested, right? We often talk about the similarities with like, be an athlete or having an athletic mindset with the military, applying it into, into business. Right. And then where I really want to go with this is the action steps, right? You, you share with us that you're really good at breaking these things down. And so, so many times, uh, Fonzie, definitely idea guy dreaming a hundred percent of the time, right? Like, which is incredible. Right. And he's become a lot better at doing that. Me, not so good. Right. I'm like, I continue to dream. I'm like, okay, how to do that? That's an area that I personally have struggled a lot. Where you're, it's like, you're okay. making me look good in here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bro, you look good. Look <laughs> at that beard. It's so nice. Uh, but here's the thing, right? Like we often as maybe entrepreneurs and people that are starting a business, right? Like we have this massive vision, right? And we're like, oh my gosh, like this is the result. And it happened to me personally in soccer too. Like I had the vision of being a professional soccer player, but when the, the there was a stage where things started to happen, I was like in the weeds of it. I was very close. I was having a very negative experience and I lost that, right? And I lost it. I was like, I'm done, right? And that, and that happened that you know, turn out to be coming here in the US and turn out fine. But with the, with the business, sometimes we lose that vision and then we cannot, we cannot see past like five meters in front of us. And we're like, okay, or five yards. How do we actually create those actionable steps? Right. How do we, yeah. how do we go about that? Yeah. So great, great question. Like, um, I think it, it's gonna, it's gonna be a little bit different in business and then like in like personal life, but I think it follows the same framework. Um, So what, what I'll share with you guys is, um, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. Like I, I'm a more of a vision person myself. And like, I haven't always been great at this. Um, you know, I'm like the big pie in the sky guy and like, whatever, you know, we'll just go make it happen. Right. Um, yeah. but I think, <laughs> I think like over time, like I've learned the, the skill and some of it's been from the military. Some of it's been just from like personal, you know, professional development and, you know, listening to other people in the space and kind of like developing like, uh, you know, my own methodology for it. Um, but What I like to do is I'll start at the top level and kind of work my way down and then we'll, we'll move in towards the business lane too. Um, but, uh, I, I like to, uh, what, I'll just kind of give you the name of the, the framework. It's called the elite for methodology for like goal planning. Um, and really like where it starts is, is this is on personal goal setting. It's like evaluating your life and putting things into like four buckets. Um, and so I, I tried to make sure that like these buckets are, are, um, all inclusive. And I think every, you guys would probably agree, like everything would fit into these buckets. And it's, um, it's really easy to remember. It is, um, <clears throat> it's your, your body, your mind, your relationships and your financials. Mm. Right. And so the acronym that you can use to remember is just, can I cuss on this show? Is that all right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah be real motherfucker. 
Yeah. All right. Pretty easy to remember, right? Um, so what I do is basically like say, hey, okay, let's let's you know take out a sheet of paper. Let's write down those four those four things, right? Um, your body, your relationships, your mind, and fi- your financials. Um, and when I when I talk about those four things, like what I really mean for body is um, is just around like, hey, your physical appearance, like what do you want to look like? Your strength, your stamina, uh, your health, your longevity. Uh, for relationships, like pretty obvious there around like your sp- your spouse and your children. Um, but you know, also think about like your friends, any mentors, any coaches that you have. And then when we're talking about mind, it really comes down to like your mental clarity, your focus, your peace, your vision, uh, religion, spirituality can can fall into that bucket as well. And then financials, right? That's where kind of the business lane comes in. Is like, yeah. what does your wealth look like? What you know, what type of income goals do you have? Investments, uh, philanthropy, things like that. So those are the four buckets. Yeah. Um, and then what I like to do is is write those down and then get extremely clear on what do you actually want in those buckets and why do you want them. Um, and this is this is kind of creating the vision or like the roadmap for your life. And this is like long term goals, right? Like this doesn't need to be tangible things you can feel. Yeah. Um, you know, it shouldn't be like I want to have a six pack in ninety <laughs> days or something. Like that's not what we're talking about right now. Uh, it kind of goes back to that purpose and that that vision, yeah. right? So like, um, you know, for relationships, just to give the example, since we're we're talking about family, um, you know, hey, like your your perfect kind of ideal state for that would be, hey, like I have you know, four hours a day that I get to spend with my family and be like presently engaged with them. We go on two vacations a year. Um, and you're kind of like laying out like, what does life look like for you? Like yeah. in this perfect state in each of these categories. Um, and that's kind of setting the, the vision, right? Um, and then from there, what I like to do is I, I like to set 90 day increments. So I set everything quarter to quarter. Okay. Um, and I basically, out of those categories, I know what my vision is. And then I break that down into what tangible steps can I take and what goals can I set quarterly to make sure that I'm taking action towards that overall vision? Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, and then you're just breaking down into, you know, 90 day chunks. And then even further than that is okay. On a day by day basis, like how can I write down what I call execution tasks um, on a daily, daily basis of like for each of those buckets, like what's one or two things I can do today that's going to move the ball forward and get me closer to that 90 day goal. Yeah. Is then in turn going to get me towards my, uh, my ultimate vision. So that's kind of like in a nutshell. Uh, there's a lot that goes behind it, but yeah. it's vision quarterly goals and then daily tasks. Mm. Incredible. Uh, I be, love it. be real motherfucker. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> What's the horn drop on that? Yeah, that's right. Hello. Yeah, here we go. Uh, that was a golden boulder, by the way. Like, I yeah, golden boulder. And, and here's why. Yeah, sorry. I apologize. It, yeah, it was yeah, a golden sl- boulder. You're, slack, you're slacking. And, and I'm slacking because I, I was going in my head through through your framework. And I was, I, I remember a stage where I was pretty diligent on doing something like that and progress are happening. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. Right? And then we're like, oh, okay, I get busy. And then one night you're like, I'm not going to do the plan for the next day or I'm not going to do this. And then you fall off. And yep. then you're like, man, my life is a mess, right? It's like, what's happening? I feel everything's yeah. falling, yeah. right? And then... Yeah, I think like like totally relate with that, right? Like <laughs> like just, just my, my real world situation right now, right? It's like we moved from Colorado. Well, we moved to George, from Georgia mm-hmm. to Colorado back to Georgia, all in a span of like four months. And we sold our house, we're building a new house. And uh, so like my life has been chaos, right? For like the past four months and we're expecting a new, a new child. Yeah. And so, you know, like I, I do the same thing, right? I'm like, if I don't, I don't create structure in my life and like plan, right? Like actually plan what I want to get done, uh, yeah. what are my execution tasks and have goals. 
like I just feel like complete shit. Um, yeah. You know, I, I could still be going out and like going and exercising, doing whatever, but I'm like, I don't have like a direction, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I think it's just going from like chaos to clarity, um, you know, and, and it just kind of provides a framework of being like, okay, I know where I'm going. And even if I get off track one day or two days, like I still know what my goal is and I know what I need to do today. Yeah. yeah. I love that, man. It, this is, you know, who comes to mind? I'm pretty sure you know who, uh, well, I forgot his name. Willink. Willink, what's his name? Yeah, Jocko. Jocko, Jocko, Jocko Will Willink, right? Yeah, Jocko with an A. Oh, Jocko, Jocko Willink. Jocko? Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll make sure we know his name properly next time. But he he always says, uh, "Discipline is freedom," or something yeah. along those lines, right? And I I personally didn't. I'm not gonna say I didn't believe in that, but literally when sure? I started the journey of entrepreneurship, or honestly, even that you know my soccer journey i just wanted freedom right let's call it freedom and i think people misinterpret freedom with doing what they, they think freedom is doing whatever you want to do you know at all times like no strings attached and having you know no weight over you depend it independently of whatever decision you take and personally now i find out that that is not true that is not honestly what like freedom is like and the more i i stay in this journey the more i see the value on discipline right on a structure you know organization just like you said all these things because the, the times in my life where i haven't had any of that i struggle a lot i'm like i'm lost right it is is you don't have direction you don't know what to do or you're doing things just to feel busy right And yeah. then you ask yourself, why am I not hitting my goals? Why am I not where I want to be? Well, guess what? You're probably just running totally in the opposite direction. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I mean, the the, um, the analogy that I like to give is like, okay, let's say, you know, from we made the decision. I'm living in Georgia, right? Let's say we made the decision. Like we set a goal, just like a random goal, right? Of like, hey, I want to just drive to California, right? We're like, cool. Uh, that That's your vision, right? Of, of getting to California. And so you can just hop in the car, start driving, you know, like you're probably going to get there at some point in time, right? If you, you know, hustle hard enough, if you work hard enough, like you may get there, right? Or you may get lost, but, yeah. but like the better plan is like saying, I want to go to California and then now let me build my map on exactly how I'm going to get to California, right? Yeah. And like maybe going on your map and then, you know, you get off track a little bit. Like we had those days, we had those weeks, we're just kind of in a funk um, where we're not going to make progress. I'm like, that's okay. But like, yeah. you got the vision where you want to go. You got the roadmap. So just get back on track and, and cut yourself some slack, you know? Yeah, um, yeah you've got the, the map laid out in front of you. I love Absolutely. it. I, so, yeah, I mean, that has been like a fundamental part of what we're learning, especially me personally. What I've been learning this like past year or two specifically is, okay, I need to be more disciplined. I need to have more structure. And honestly, I I struggle a lot with that, right? I, I'm going to change the words on that. I used to struggle. I'm conquering yeah. uh, that, yeah. that discipline and structure, Right. And, and honestly, the more I do it, the better it feels. But there is a real a real challenge, right, for many people out there to be disciplined, to, you know, to put their head down and work on the things that they need to work, to pay the attention to the things they need to pay attention and yeah. move that needle forward. Why do you think that is? And you know, I'm extremely curious because, again, I'm pretty sure 
you have to be pretty disciplined in, in the military, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah, that's, big, that's probably like, you know, obviously a big component of, of that kind of the methodology and the thought behind it um, is just kind of having that framework around discipline. And like, you know, in, in the military, you know, you got to be at formation at like five in the morning, right? And you're like, I don't want to do it. You're like, well, you got to do it, right? Like it's going to force you to do things that, that yeah. you don't want to do. Um, <clears throat> and so I think, you know, obviously like having an advantage there of having that built in just a kind of overall structure. But like when we talk about discipline um, and I'm, I'm, I'll just say right now, like I'm not the guru or the expert or anything like that. Like I, I fail all the time too with this. Um, but one thing that I've found um, and actually, if you guys go listen to the Epic Dad Legacy podcast episode. Yes, six, let's go. All right. <laughs> Exclusive. So I talk about doing, doing something every day uh, that is, that is going to challenge you. Right. Um, and I call it, I, I think I call it like intentional stress or purposeful stress. Um, and really what this is, is like, you should be doing something every single day to where your mind is saying, I don't want to do that. Right. But then you overcome that and you do it anyway. Um, and the, the example that I give in that, that podcast and something that I do every day and, and have implemented in my structure is a cold, a 30 second cold shower. Like, and it sucks. I hate it. Um, I don't look forward to it. Like I'm in the shower it's super warm and I'm like, I really don't want to do this right now. You know, and I'm like, why don't I just hop out? But I had that little voice in my mind saying like, no, you told yourself you would do this. Um, and then I think the more things that you can, you can implement in your life, it's going to help build that discipline muscle. Right. And like, yeah. I know that's something super small, like 30 seconds in a cold shower. Like what's the big deal, but that's something that you committed to yourself that you're going to do. You don't want to do it because it sucks. Like if anybody's taking a cold shower, it, it sucks. It's yeah. not fun. Yeah. Um, but you commit to it and you do it you're just going to build that discipline muscle. And so like you can get more comfortable with having more discipline in your life. Absolutely. I, I love it. The other day I was, you know, we, we, uh, practice being grateful. Right. And, uh, you know, we came from a crazy city, crazy country. Like there's a lot of poverty out there. We were pretty okay. Like we were middle-class. Okay. Like money wise. Right. But still was a challenge to come to a new country with like a suitcase and that's it. And we had to work really hard to keep our scholarships and X, Y, Z like personal life. Like that's a whole different podcast that we could do on our, on that. But I was driving out uh, out of the neighborhood that I'm that, that we live in now. And you know, it's, it's a very nice community, very close to my in-laws. Like, you know, it's uh, the house probably more than we ever, ever need you know it's it's beautiful right and then i was like man i became soft <laughs> yeah and, and right yeah because here you know Fonzie and i were like super excited about this idea that, that related to soccer and we're like oh my gosh this is so good but it's gonna put us in a position that we're gonna be so out of our comfort zone that is not even like yeah, you cannot even express. And immediately, I'm very excited about this idea. Like we sometimes are with, you know, our publishing, our business, our relationships, right? And then all of a sudden your mind goes like, well, you know, this is going to go wrong because, or, you know, you're not going to be able to complete that. And then, you know, it just takes a lot of work. So don't do it. Right. And then my mind started going there and I'm like, man, I like cut it off. And I'm like, why am I being such a pussy? Like, no, man, I got to go do it. Right. And, and I started thinking about moments in my life that we were this, like at 15, freaking went to Italy and we play soccer there, not knowing any Italian. At 18, we went to Spain and we play soccer there, not knowing anybody, right? That we came to this country and, we, and we're like, okay, I've done these things. So, you know, we ran Tough Mudder, Spartan races. We've done, we done 24 hour races and we're like, man, what happened? Right. And, it, and it's that thing. And then the second I started going back to those experiences and I'm like, we got to do this, right? We, like what happened? Right. We got to do this. Right. And I, and I think that's so important too, with, you know, continuing that habit, because if you, mm. if you break it, 
And then you become very comfortable to your position, which, you know, I have nothing against people that I come. My wife is like that. She loves to be comfortable. That's what she wants to do, that she's really, really happy about it. And she has no desire to go through the things that we go through. But like, if you are that person that wants to go through those things, right? We have to assume the responsibility and we have to continue to build those habits so we can grow as people, we can learn and we can fail and we can get up again, right? Like you guys did, like like you do every single morning with that cold shower. So thank you for Dude, that reminder. You, you know, when I realized we were we were soft when we met, <laughs> when, when we met all these guys in Montana. <laughs> yeah, Dude, when we met you guys, all of you guys, it's like, yeah, my hobby is I don't know. I go and wrestle bears, and you know, I I every morning I swim on a freezing lake, and I was like, what? Dude, like this, this, all yeah, these people that, are so real. so freaking badass, and I look at my brother and I'm like, "What happened?" Dude, <laughs> no, <laughs> like we are so soft. Like we, our hobby is just go play soccer. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> no kidding, Drew. Like I think maybe I shared this story with you, but we were like in this dinner one night, and the guy in front of me worked the oil fields in Canada, <laughs> then traveled the world. Like it lives in a van, right? Badass. The guy next to him, he like he quit his job in like New York. In the Wall Street to go uh, spearfish, right? Yeah, he became uh, like a spearfishing spearfishing influencer. influencer, right? <laughs> Living in the middle of nowhere, right? The other guy next to us, he hunts bears for fun, and you're like, what? And then they're like, what? So what do you do? And we're like, well, um, you know, we we do a live show. That's we pretty scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's that that just crossed my mind. But yeah. the other thing that I wanted to say, pretty important, is I'm actually reading a, a book right now by Napoleon Hill called Outwitting the Devil. I don't know if you have heard about right. that book. Yeah, um, but you know, pretty much the premise is that he's kind of like interviewing the devil, right? And saying, uh, why is he stopping people from making progress, right? Like 98% of people are like stuck in this world and like blaming others and all that stuff. And he, and you know, it's obviously like a f fiction interview, but it's, it's very insightful. And honestly, I love the information that he shares in there. And he says, it's all about faith and fear, right? And as soon as we have like these ideas, like the devil, and I'm doing like air quotes in here, like puts, fear inside of your mind and it just tries to stop you from taking action all the stuff but when you're like faith is like greater right than fear then it's like when you take action so you need to learn how to remove that fear from your life not listen to the fear in your life not pay attention right and i think we live in a world that is so difficult so challenging right to tune out that fear, right? Like we have all these opinions from other people, right? Uh, everything that's going in the media, showing you, oh, if you do this, it's bad. If you do this, it's bad, right? And I feel like it's just kind of like caging people from living their best life, going out there and challenge themselves, get themselves in uncomfortable situations where it's actually where you're gonna, you know, break through uh, or how Bram Boger says, breaking beyond and, you know, living a honestly a better life so i'm curious right from your point of view you experience a lot of things in your life right again military now being at that and now you're preaching that to to other parents right to other fathers to live their best life and probably they need to step out of that comfort zone so yeah. can you guide me a little bit about this how how do you help others step outside of their comfort zone yeah for sure um so this is something like I, like i said i'm not like the best at right and I'm, I'm not the expert at this is something i'm still challenged with every day um 
And uh, I think honestly, George's event has helped me help me out a lot from that perspective of being yeah. like, hey, because like th this right here, right, going on your show, it's probably something four months ago. I'd be like, no, nah, there's no way. <laughs> like, like I'm not ready for that. Like you know, like who would listen to me? Who cares about what I have to say? Kind of like all these internal things, right? Yeah. And this year that's coming out, but um, I think uh, you know I've gotten to the point now where like I feel like what I what I have is of value, even though I'm not you know again like the the expert of each guru, but like I know that what I share, you know, if it helps one person, like it's worth putting it out there. So like yeah. from a content perspective, just to relate it back to, you know, content is profit is like, um, you know, like I have a lot of knowledge, right? Around being a dad, around um, driving value through like goals and, and things like that. Um, and although I'm not like the world premiere at that, I'm probably way ahead of that than some other people, right? Yeah. Um, and so I almost have like an obligation to share that. Um, because I know it's going to help people, right? So I've tried to break my mind around that um, to try to get over the fear of, of like, you know, public speaking or like going on a podcast or like put my name out there. So I think the the, the end mission kind of helped me overcome some of that fear um, and just get a little bit more comfortable with it. Um, yeah. And then I think too is um, kind of what we talked about before is like by purposely putting things that are going to challenge me like in my life every day, you just build up those reps, right? And you're like, oh, you know, something I don't want to do. Shit, I've done that like, you know, six times today already, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, and then, too, what you talked about, Luis, about fear. Like, I think everybody's going to have fear. Yeah. And it's not necessarily about about removing the fear. It's just knowing that, like, your mission or your faith is greater than that fear, mm -hmm. right? And so having the courage to, you know, to, to take that next step and take action and know that, like, you know, you're going to figure it out along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you... You share an important point right there, right? You were saying, first of all, man, you are so freaking humble. I absolutely love it, uh, right? But you know what you're talking about. You are, right, for many, you are the expert on being an epic dad. So first, I want to encourage people to go and connect with you. Um, but what I wanted to, to share is, you know, you're saying I'm not the, the, the top expert and whatnot. And I feel like that thought right there stops a lot of people from giving the taking the first step is like oh there's somebody better than me that can do this right there's there's already a guru talking about x y and c and i don't know as much as they do guess what you are one step ahead already of a yeah. lot of people and you can help all that all those people that are behind you and we we use this example once i haven't used it in, in a while but it's kind of like the wow i forgot the name so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm butcher. gonna put it again but it's kind of like that that Uh, the truck that removes the snow from the road, you, snowplow. there's no, how is it called? Snowplow. Snowplow. Yeah. So you yeah, are, yeah, you yeah. are the snowplow <laughs> and you are, you know, creating a road for the cars that are behind you. You are literally just in front of them just for a little bit. You don't need to be 400 yeah. steps away. You don't need to be the ultimate expert, right? To be able to help people just by, again, stepping out into a little bit of that uncomfort zone, knowing that you are one step ahead and that can truly help and serve the person that is behind you, it's enough, right? And that is so exciting. And I'm glad that you are doing that with fathers because you are going to change the game, my friend. I can tell you do your podcast, your brand, what you stand for. I love the swag that you have. Do you have that sticker in your water bottle right there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh Epic dad, and then little girl dad AF right there. I love that one, girl dad AF. Dude, that that yeah, one is so good. Uh, <laughs> my, my daughter's walking in. It may get a little loud. <laughs> It's all good. Um, so yeah, man, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. We are about 
you know, we're getting towards the end here. So we have a few more questions. Yeah, we have a couple of questions. Now, Drew, um, what would be like an action point for, you know, we're, we're talking specifically to dads, maybe people that are transitioning from, you know, their full time into into their dream, their company, they're, and they're starting to publish, right? So they're going through through some of those things that we've been going through, right, all together. So what would be an action point for them to create momentum, to continue to move forward? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think this is something I'm struggling with right now too, right? Is like I, I'm early in the journey, um, but I think uh, it, it kind of goes back towards like the, the overall mission, right? Like what do I want to accomplish? Um, and then apologies for my, my daughter. <laughs> no worries. Oh, you're good. I'm like, yeah, Luca is about to come in. And, you know. Hey, real quick. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's really around like, you know, knowing the overall mission, uh, know what you want to accomplish. And then, you know, for guys that have limited time, right? Like me, like I've still got a nine to five, right? I think you have to be extremely intentional on mm. what do you want to accomplish that day? And like, what content do you want to put out in the marketplace? Yes. And yes. so that's something that I'll do like to plan the night before of like <clears throat> one of my execution tasks for like the Epic Dad under my um, uh, financial bucket, right? Will be like the three or four things that I want to do for the business to move the ball forward. And mm. typically one of those is like, what content do I want to publish today, right? Um, and then because I'm super busy, um, the mornings is best for me. So like the way I structure my mornings and again, it's been chaos since we've been like in yeah. traveling and all that stuff. Um, so I'm getting a better this as well, but it's like one of my big buckets is like, I have to work out in the morning, right? Mm. That's just something I have to do. Um, but then as soon as I'm done with that, I go to my execution task, right? And so I know like, Hey, if I publish this one content piece today, then it's going to move the ball forward. And so I knock that out in the morning or schedule it in advance to come out like yeah. later that day yeah. uh, in the morning and just knock it out. And so I've got it yeah. done. And then I do the same thing the next day, right? I'm just like, hey, how can I continually take like small baby steps forward? Yeah. And then just, get over, yeah, get over that fear like you were talking about the leads of about like just putting yourself out there. Yeah, I love, I love it. it. Plan for success, have some structure in your life, yeah. discipline, and full circle, going back to what we talked at the beginning, right? It's about that decision-making and making a commitment, right? I think starts with the most stuff like you said i wake up every morning i want to work out i need to do that you made a commitment you get it done and i think that drips for the other aspects of your life right the commitment towards in your case towards your wife towards your family your kids um so yeah i want to encourage you listening right now what is that commitment that you're going to make with content to be consistent and put your message out there so you can serve yeah. more people True. I, I, I commend you, brother. I know, like, you know, with your family, the thing... Commend you. Commend you. <laughs> you, always say, you always say, I command you. I know. <laughs> Bro, it's okay. It's okay. It's you know yeah. what? I, you know, 200 episodes ago, I would have cried, but uh, I'm still crying. But... Wow, you broke you broke the the comm the commending. Uh, I commend you, man. Like with everything that you're doing, right? Like and uh, you know we've we've had people in the challenge. We mentioned the 45 live challenge. Right, that we're we're starting season four again. But we had a lot of people that were in that situation, right? At the time, we're full time with Bistro, so a lot of the things, some of the information was skewed because of that, right? Uh, because maybe we're full time in the business, but there's a lot of people that are starting to create that are not fully in their business, right? This is something that they're doing on the side and the commitment has to be there. So you've been removing the friction. You understand, you know, your day, you understand how you, how you think, how you start your days. And that's super important. So thank you so much for, for sharing that action point for those that missed it. Minute 49, go back a little bit and, and, and re-listen to this because it's so, it's so important. So 
Thank you, man, for sharing. Thank you for sharing all your experience, what you're doing. Your show, by the way, which we're going to leave all the links right below in the description. So yeah, you guys can go. One star review on it. <laughs> I'm just getting started. We're going to go and drop some some five star reviews. So there's some, <laughs> some 10 star reviews. Uh, Content is Profit Squad. Make sure you go and leave a review as well yeah. on, on Drew's podcast. Tomorrow, you know, rising top 10, you know, father, uh, <laughs> national. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> what, what it, where can people find your podcast? Where can people connect with uh, you? Yeah, the, the podcast, like I said, I just started it. It's got six episodes. I'm going to, I'm committing to weekly episodes. Um, and then I'll start having some, some guests come on. Uh, but yeah, it's the Epic Dad Legacy podcast. It's on Apple, uh, and Spotify and probably like wherever else you can find podcasts. Um, awesome. definitely go check that out. Um, we haven't even mentioned it like during the show cause we're just talking content here. Um, but, uh, the, the crux behind the Epic Dad company, um, is going to be around like health and fitness for dads. And oh, so yeah. it's a, a supplement company. Uh, we just launched our first pre-workout yes. pre like, just for dads, um, getting great reviews on it, great feedback. So if you guys are interested in, you know, getting after the gym, definitely go check out the Epic Um, we've got some like, you know, just swag and apparel and stuff, but, but, you know, we're going to go to market with, um, obviously the pre-workout first, but then a lot of nutritional and fitness supplements to help specifically like just for dads as we start to get like, you know, your knees start to hurt a little bit when you get older and you know, you got to watch what you're putting in your body. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, but yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, let, let me know what you guys think about the podcast and, and we'd love to hear from everybody. Yes, absolutely. Dude, thank you so much for sharing about that. Uh, I remember when we were in Montana, you were talking to us about that. You're about to release kind of like the, the first batch of the pre-workout. Uh, yeah, I follow nobody's you. Died nobody's died yet, so that's great. <laughs> it's good. It's safe. Uh, I actually I follow you on Instagram, and I see some of the reviews that you're posting, and all are good. People are like, "Man, this is awesome! I feel great." Yeah, you know? Yeah, it's been about nine nine months of work uh, going into it just to make sure it's like the best natural pre workout on the market, and I'm confident it is. It's, it's amazing. I love it, man. Dude, honestly, I know I don't want to extend too much in here. But my only experience with pre-workout <laughs> was when we were going to run a Tough Mudder. And <laughs> so I was drinking so like bad. Red Bull on my way there. And then when we got there, they gave us C4s, right? Yeah, with, yeah man. Nah, garbage, garbage. Yeah, C4 is probably like the, the worst <laughs> thing you can have. And I remember I drink like half of it. I didn't we, even drink all of it. We couldn't start to Dude, stop shaking. The, I was shaking so like I, I felt like my heart was about to explode. And I was like, I yeah. need to start running let me get out of here like i need to go it was a 12 mile run dude it was very intense so uh since that moment i, I really haven't like dove into the pre-workouts or anything honestly at first i need to do dive into well, the workouts I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys some out i'll send you guys some out oh, man. because i like to call it like discipline fuel because what, what i do in the mornings is um like i hate getting up early too right um <laughs> Like, I don't enjoy it, um, but, like, I made, you know, I'm going to make the commitment to get workout and yep. stuff. Like, and so, like, if I get up and then I'm just going to, like, what I do first, I, like, chug water, right? I'm, like, let me hydrate myself. And then I drink the pre-workout. And then I'm, like, well, I'm committed now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I'm going to be up. Um, <laughs> the committed juice. The gym. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's – so, yeah. It, I'm going to have to start doing that, uh, get the commitment to work, actually work out, right? Co commitment juice. <laughs> yeah, the commitment juice. Hey, what a good hey. name. Yeah, I like it. The, commi <laughs> the commitment juice. Drew, uh, man, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and, uh, and your lessons. Uh, lots of golden boulders. 
you know, people were going crazy. Just gonna put that out there. Just saying, you did earn it. We did. We were talking behind camera. Like he's like, oh man, I love, I love the horn. So yeah, Fonz is like, you gotta earn it. You did earn it, man. Thank you. Um, well, yeah, I earned at least one there. <laughs> yeah. Anything you wanna add, Joe? Before we head out. Um, yeah, I mean, last thing is you mentioned Instagram. Um, so you guys can just go to the Epic Dadco on Instagram, and then kind of all the resources that we've been talking about here, like the. The 90 day goal planner, you guys can download that for free, like a digital copy. Um, uh, you guys can do that. You guys can sign up for, if you are a dad, if you feel like you're in a funk, right? You kind of want to start building this discipline is we've got a free Epic Dad seven day challenge. Yeah, um, That's going to force you to get out of your comfort zone a little bit, right? Um, and start taking some of those actions. And so sign up for that is free. Um, a lot of great resources on Instagram that we'll just link to. And um, if you guys have, have any questions, like, you know, just shoot me a note, I'll, I'll just DM me, like I get back to every single person. Yes, let's do it, guys. I encourage you to go connect with Drew, download everything he tells you to download, and of course, buy the pre workout as well. And drink the pre workout while reading the downloads and working out. <laughs> and please take a picture and a video of that and then tag us. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man, this was so fun. With that said, thank you so much for tuning in to Content's Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite channel on social media at BizRosco. That is right. And if Drew here help you move one step forward towards your goal, please don't forget to share this episode with three friends. That That's is right. your ticket of admission. And, and don't forget to leave a five-star review for us and for Drew. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>